And if you could turn with me uh, to Exodus 14. Um, Anna has so amazingly told that story. And uh, so we're going to have a look and read that together. It says this. I'm going to read from first, uh, start from, let's see, verse 10, 1410. So we have got the uh, the Israelites, the children of God, they have come out of Egypt. Uh, they have been slaves there for many, many, many years. Uh, Moses was called to go and get them out. And so that's what he did. And God got them out. And uh, they're walking away from Egypt. And uh, this is what happens. God made Pharaoh, king of Egypt, stubborn determined to trace the Israelites as they walked out on him without even looking back. The Egyptians gave chase and caught up with them. And where they had made camp by the sea, all Pharaoh's horse-drawn chariots and their riders, all his foot soldiers there. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw them. Egyptians coming at them. They were totally afraid. They cried out in terror to God. They told Moses, weren't the cemeteries large enough in Egypt so that you had to take us out here in the wilderness to die? What have you done to us taking us out of Egypt? Back in Egypt, didn't we tell you this would happen? Didn't we tell you, leave us alone here in Egypt. We're better off as slaves in Egypt than as corpses in the wilderness. Moses spoke to the people, don't be afraid. Stand firm and watch God do his work of salvation for you today. Take a good look at the Egyptians today for you're never going to see them again. God will fight the battle for you and you, you keep your mouths shut. God said to Moses, why cry out to me? Speak to the Israelites, order them to get moving. Hold your staff high and stretch your hand out over the sea. Split the sea. The Israelites will walk through the sea on dry ground. Meanwhile, I'll make sure the Egyptians keep up their stubborn chase. I'll use Pharaoh and his entire army, his chariots and horsemen, to put my glory on display so that the Egyptians will realise that I am God. And the, and the angel of the Lord that had been leading the camp of Israel now shifted and got behind them. And the pillar of the cloud that had been in front also shifted to the rear. The cloud was now between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. And the cloud enshrouded one camp in darkness and flooded the other with light. The two camps didn't come near each other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and God, with a terrific east wind all night long, made the sea go back. He made the sea dry ground. The sea waters split. The Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground with the waters as a wall to the right and to the left. And so we have this most amazing story. I was thinking about this story because I was thinking, have you ever been in a place where you are between a rock and a hard place? I'm sure most of us in our life have been in a place where we cannot go back, but we really don't know how to go forward. Have you ever been in that place? That's what the 
children of God were in that place. They were in that place where they had come out of Egypt. They had come out of slavery and they were there standing with an army, an enemy army behind them and a war and sea in front of them. And they had no idea what to do. No idea. They were between a rock and a hard place. And they were frightened. And so they start shouting to Moses, we're frightened. They start blaming him. They're furious with him. They blame him. They say, it's your fault we're here. It's your fault that we've got to this place. They're frightened. They're scared. They are not knowing what to do in this terrible place between a rock and a hard place. And uh, what I find amazing is what God, what, what he, how he actually deals with it. What, what God says in this situation. He says, um, you know, don't, don't worry Moses and everybody else, be quiet. Don't you think that's, fa- uh, be quiet. Stop talking, be quiet. Have you ever been in a place between, in a very, very difficult place and fear starts screaming in your ear, doesn't it? Start saying, what on earth's going on? Why are you here? What's happening? What did you, and fear starts screaming in your ear. Panic. If it was dad's army, they'd be saying, don't panic, Mr. Mannering, wouldn't they? Stop panicking. If it was, I'm a celebrity, what about there? They're all under those, it were those creepy crawlies and they're panicking, aren't they? Like, panic, it's, it's fit, they're between a rock and a hard place. It's absolute panic. And God says, tell them to be quiet. Sometimes we need to learn to say to fear, be quiet. Be quiet. Don't want to hear you shouting at me right now. Often we listen to that voice of fear at that point and we're like oh this is just the most horrendous moment we need to learn sometimes to say in between, when we're between a rock and a hard place be quiet I love it in the NIV it says this the Lord will fight for you you need only to be still how many of us want to panic and like run around in a frenzy when things are going wrong and, and sometimes God says be still Stand right where you are, be still, and know that I am God. And so I've just felt that that was something that God had for people here today. And the other thing was, the last thing is, that um, don't you love it that in the Old Testament, they, it tells the story of salvation. Uh, this story is telling the story of salvation that is all the way through the New Testament, but the all the way through the Old Testament is the, is the wonderful, amazing, stunning story of how God saves. And so we have, uh, you know, Egypt. Egypt is represented as the place of slavery, a place that is uh, where people are um, under somebody. They are in slavery. They are enslaved. And Egypt 
uh, is often talked about that now. It, uh, we're not the physical place of Egypt, but it's referred to spiritually. Egypt is the place of slavery, the place that you need to come out from, the place that uh, God wants to bring you out from. And uh, so it is in this story. Egypt was that place. I mean, Joseph, he'd done a remarkable job. He had um, done amazing things in Egypt, but he hadn't been able to bring the people out of slavery. That's what Moses did. He said, come out from this regime. Come out from this place that is uh, oppressing you and come to freedom. And uh, he had a faith that said, we're going to, I'm going to take you, we're going to come out of this. A faith that takes you out. He also had a faith that took you through, through the water, through the water. And often we'll talk about that as baptism, through the water. So you will come out from slavery. Slavery, Egypt being the the way that the world thinks, the way that the world works, the way that the world is, is like Egypt. It's slavery. You're slave to sin. Uh, There is uh, the way the world works is that you have to be, you have to compete. It's me first. It's thinking about yourself more than others. It is making sure that you get to the top. It's making sure that you get the job. It's making sure that you get the But the girl, it's making sure that you get what you want in life. That's what the world says. But God says, I've got a different kingdom. There's a different kingdom that I have for you. It's a kingdom of freedom where you can be free from those restraints, where you can be free from what people think of you, where you can be free uh, uh, to be who you were called to be. And God said, and Jesus says, come into my kingdom, come out of Egypt, come out of slavery, come out of that place and come into my kingdom, my kingdom where you're loved, where, you, where, where I lead you, where I guide you. What an amazing thing. Jesus did for us when he said, I'm going to set you free. And so we, as people, come out of Egypt and we go through, we have a faith that takes us out, a faith that takes us through the water. And that's what we're doing today, having somebody getting baptised. It takes faith to go through the water, to, takes faith to get in that water, takes faith to say, I have chosen God's way and I'm going to show everybody, I'm going to tell everybody about it. That's what baptism is. I'm going to tell the world that I am choosing life. I am choosing freedom. I am choosing the kingdom of God. I am choosing God's way. I am choosing Jesus. That is why it's to be celebrated. And then of course, after you're baptised, God brings you into. There is a faith that brings you out of things. There is faith that brings you through things and there is faith that brings you into the promised land that God has for us. The most amazing things that he has, that he says, I want you to not only come out of things, but come into the promises of God and who I made you and know that. And so we have the story of salvation in this very beautiful story of the Red Sea. Uh, And that story is echoed all the way through the Bible, a story where God brings people into freedom from slavery. He brings them through the water and he brings them into the promised land. That's what we're celebrating.